really excited about this message series to kick off the new year, and I've been really eager to lean into this with you, because this next slide is fact, that in 2023, Satan wants to keep you in bondage where Jesus Christ has already set you free. Again, our memory verse for this series is John 8, 36. If the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. And so here's the question that is going to frame our entire series, Breaking Free. Where are you living, thinking, believing, and behaving as if you are still in chains. Because that's exactly where Satan wants to keep you. And so for these next several weeks, we are going to talk about living out of our freedom that was already purchased in Jesus Christ. Pastor Micah did a great job last week introing the series, talking about our freedom in Jesus Christ. For these next several weeks, we're going to go deeper. We're going to go more specifically in areas of our life that Satan wants to keep us in bondage. Today, we're going to talk about breaking free of his lies. Next week, we're going to talk about breaking free of sin spiral. We all have personal sins and even generational sins that have been passed down that Jesus also breaks us free from. We're going to talk about standing at temptation's door. And when Satan wants us to think we can only go through that door, we're going to talk about breaking free from that too. We're excited in week five to have Archbishop Joseph Amalo from the Lutheran Church in Kenya come here to St. Peter and talk about how God is breaking chains in Africa. And then in week six, we're going to talk about Satan wants to take every single one of us on an all-expenses-paid trip, another one of his guilt trips of shame. And then lastly, Pastor Noel is going to wrap up this series talking about the offensive. We break free, we stay broken free when we grow closer to God and climb his mountain. But for today, let's talk about breaking free from his lies. Again, Pastor Micah uh, kind of uh, gave a brief intro to this text last week, so again, we're going to press in a little more today. Jesus said the devil was a murderer from the beginning. And he does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, not if he lies, when, because it's all he can do, he speaks of his own nature because he is a liar and the father of lies. Anyone win their fantasy football league this past year? Any winners in fantasy football? 
We have like two. Yeah, well, last service we only had one. Uh, so if you are a fantasy football nut, maybe you even listen to a podcast or two each week, an expert telling you who to bench and who to start in the upcoming games. Or how about those NFL playoffs now, huh? Yes, the Lions are not in it again, but neither are the Packers. But you can imagine how, how last week after the brackets were set, you can imagine how the coaches began to pour over game film and build a scouting report of all the opponents this weekend. These words of Jesus in John chapter 8, this is God's scouting report. This is the opponent. He is a murdering liar. That's all he can do. So don't miss what Jesus is not subtly telling us here. Satan is out to destroy you and your family, period. And he has no mercy, and he will take all the time that he needs to get you and me right where he wants us. And one of the strategies that Satan will use is he wants to get inside our thoughts. He wants to infiltrate our minds with his lies. Why? Because of this. Because if Satan can begin to make ground in our minds, he can begin to take ground in our lives. But it starts here. You know, we see this in both testaments of the Bible, too. Look at how in both testaments, Satan went after the minds of God's people. And to a pretty good success. Here's what he did with David one time in 1 Chronicles 21. We're told that Satan rose up against Israel and incited King David to take a census of the nation. See, rather than trusting in God and his might and his strength, where did David get the idea to count how many people and how many troops and how much weaponry we have so that our trust is in man and our strength? Where would David get that kind of thought? Satan put that in his mind. And it cost David and the people of Israel dearly. We see the same thing in the Second Testament. Jesus has just told his disciples that as Messiah, he has got to go to Jerusalem and suffer and be killed and on the third day be raised. 
And look what Peter does. Peter immediately takes Jesus aside and begins to rebuke him for saying that. Peter says, far be it from you, Lord. This shall never happen to you. But Jesus then turns to Peter and says, get behind me, Peter. No. Right? Where did that thought come from in Peter's mind? He says, get behind me, Satan. Peter was just the tool. You are not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the things of man. And that would be Jesus not going to the cross. Paul says also to the Christians in Corinth, Paul said, I'm afraid that as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, your what? Your minds will be led astray from a sincere and pure devotion to Jesus Christ. See, Satan wants to get inside of our thoughts. He wants to infiltrate our minds so he can begin to take ground in our lives. Martin Luther battled it too. Here's what Martin Luther said 500 years ago. He said the devil throws hideous thoughts into the soul. Hatred of God, blasphemy, despair. He disputes with me and makes me give birth to all kinds of strange thoughts. I think that often the devil, solely to torment and vex me, wakes me up while I'm sleeping peacefully. My nighttime combats are much harder for me than in the day. Sometimes he has produced such thoughts as to make me doubt whether or not there is even a God. Again, the enemy wants to get inside your mind and my mind and sow all kinds of lies so that he can try then to take ground in our lives. And so the question is, how can we break free in 2023 from all of his lies? We need a winning plan. And so we're going to look at four steps that every single one of us can take every single day to break free from these lies of Satan. Step one, and it seems obvious, is to simply see the lies. See the lies for what they are. What do I mean by that? Well, take a look. Have you ever had any of these thoughts? And this is by no means exhaustive, right? Have you ever thought, I'll never change? I'm not worth much. I deserve to be bitter. I'll feel better if I just sin. I'm a mistake. I'm not enough. I'll never measure up. I should just give up and give in. Hey, it's over there. Right? It's that other spouse you deserve. It's that other group of friends who party and have all kinds of fun. It's in that other substance or drug. It's over there. Where is over there? It's always outside of God's word and his will and his ways. 
Have you ever thought, I am my failure? I am my addiction. I am hopeless. The gospel or the Bible isn't all true. Maybe God's holding back on me. There's no way forward. Any of you ever had some of those thoughts? Yeah, where'd that come from? The problem is that too often we are in agreement with many of our own thoughts. And if we take these lies of Satan and we coddle them and we host them and we entertain them and we give them substance in our minds, what is Satan doing? He's grooming us so he can begin to take other ground in our lives through them. And so see the lies. And then when you see the lies, hold them up to God's word. His word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. I want to go back to that list again. As you look at these lies, do any of these lies come from God? Do any of these lies come from your good shepherd who laid down his life for you and took it up again on Easter? Does God tell you that you're a failure? Does God prompt you to just worry and fill your life with anxiety? Does God take your nose and stick it in the vomit of your sin and tell you to take a good whiff? These don't come from our loving Father because He always brings calm not chaos, because he leads us to still water, not to a dry desert wasteland. So when we see his lies, hold them up to the eternal unchanging truth of God's word. And when we see that a thought that's been going around, we see a lie, is not compatible with what God says in here, then we immediately go to step three. And we bind those lies. We bind those thoughts in the name of Jesus. In a chapter where Paul is talking about spiritual warfare, he says this in 2 Corinthians 10. He says, take every thought captive to obey Jesus Christ. What's it mean to take any one of those thoughts or lies captive? It's a word that has physicalness to it. It means to arrest that thought. 
It means to detain it forcibly. It means to seize it and surrender it to Jesus Christ. Because his power breaks all. And not one of those lies has any power or say on our heart or mind or life. And then when we bind it in Jesus' name and we live out of the security that our identity is in Christ and our freedom is in Christ, then we engage step four. We are empowered to DJ our minds. How many of you have a playlist on your iPhone or Android device? Maybe it's Apple Music or Amazon or Spotify, but you get to choose like what's on your list. And you get to go back to it again and again. On mine, for example, one of my favorites is pretty long, uh, Classic Rock's Greatest Hits. Uh, funeral songs. <laughs> Kids, we're going on a trip. I get first playlist. Funeral songs. <laughs> right? Uh, Christmas music. Uh, travel, workout, uh, and then my last one is worship. Do you know that Jesus had a playlist? That when Satan was in the wilderness with Jesus, and Jesus was there for 40 days, and Satan was trying to bombard Jesus with all of his lies... I'll give you all the kingdoms of the world, Jesus, if you just bow down and worship me. What did Jesus do? He went back to his playlist, and three times he quoted Scripture. And he stood fast against Satan's lies. And in our freedom of Jesus Christ, we can have that playlist too so that we can DJ our minds. Look at the whole library that God's given us to choose from, to add to our playlist so that whenever Satan is bombarding us with his garbage and his lies, trying to infiltrate our minds so he can take ground in our lives, we can go back to that playlist again and again and again. And we can stand fast, immovable, in the truth of our God. And here's what happens. If Satan cannot penetrate our minds, he cannot make headway anywhere else and that friends is breaking free amen during upper room time i'm going to have some questions to meditate on to further apply this to your lives it's going to sound something like what lies 
is Satan trying to tell you now? And how can you bind them in Jesus' name and break free? And then lastly, I want you to give thought to your scriptural playlist. And what do you have in there now or what could you add so that you are ready to block all of his junk?